0: Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on SiriusXM Patreon. It is election day. And the Democrats are panicking in places like Virginia. I live in New Jersey. I voted first thing early this morning. I'm not nearly as optimistic. I mean, the polls are all over the place. Murphy versus Chitterelli. You've got some polls saying that Murphy's got this by runaway. You've got other polls that have Chitterelli in the statistical margin of error. It's going to come down to voter turnout. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But they sent all the heavy hitters into Virginia. Now, there's three things here, three very important things. One. Terry McAuliffe does think parents have no right to have a say in their child's education. He said it over. He said it over again, over and over again. He said just the other day, we played the clip. That's what we have experts for. So essentially, pay your taxes, shut your mouth. The technocrats will raise your children. Then you have... His closing message, which last night was, there's too many white teachers. There's too many white teachers. And what's fascinating about that statement is that if you notice something about white liberals, white leftists, excuse me, I don't want to call them liberals. I keep slap myself on the wrist. White leftists, whenever they complain about the number of white people, occupying a space, which is one of their favorite words, or, or uh, taking on the role in an occupation, they never just quit their own They never quit. You hear Biden all the time saying these things. White leftists, white Democrats are always complaining about the number of white people in the power structure, the education system, corporate boardrooms. But they never say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit my job and make that space, I say, needs to be made for a person of color or a woman or a woman of color or whatever it is. Here you have Terry McAuliffe's closing message. Now, the third one is going to be the press in Virginia and nationally. The Associated Press, and I just posted another article. They have been referring to this Loudoun County rape case where a boy put on a skirt, followed a girl to the bathroom, raped her, and then was transferred to another school where he raped another girl as quote-unquote murky. The case is murky, the Associated Press says. Does anybody remember the Associated Press or any other news outlet in Airfinger's quote referring to the allegations against Brett Kavanaugh as murky? They were 35 years old. The accusers led by Christine Blasey Ford had, didn't remember where they were, when this really happened. They kind of gave details. Their friends don't remember. No one called that murky. But something that happened just a few months ago, just a few months ago, where the prosecutors admit, well, you know, transferring him, he didn't really have much of a record. It's a rape case. That's now considered murky. But here's Terry McAuliffe's closing message last night. Play cut one. I promise you, we've got to diversify our teacher base here in Virginia. 50% 50 of the students at Virginia schools, K-12, 50% are students of color, and yet 80% of the teachers are white. We all know what we have to do in a school to make everybody feel comfortable in school. So let's diversify. So here's what I'm going to do. We'll be the first state in America. If you'll teach for five years here in Virginia in a high demand area, that it be geographic or coursework, we will pay room, board, and tuition at any college, any university, any HBCU here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Okay. Well, how many, how many, how many white governors have there been? How many white male governors have there been? How many white male governors have been photographed in blackface. Wait a second. How many white male Democrat governors have either been photographed in blackface or Klan hoods? Maybe it's time to not have any more white male governors in, in Virginia. It's been too many white male governors. White male Democrat governors. He should quit the race then. Whenever you get this woke scolding from white leftists about the number of white people involved in anything. Notice they never say, I'm out of here. I'm going to make The Democrats couldn't even get a person of color, air fingers quote, to be their nominee in 2020. Well, we had Barack Obama. Great. But what about the time for a woman? Well, we had one in 2016 and she lost. All of the diversity candidates in 2020 couldn't get above 2%. Kamala Harris, barely 1%. That Native American by blood, Elizabeth Warren, couldn't get above what? She didn't get anywhere. They were down to Bernie Sanders, old white man, and Joe Biden, old white man. Why don't all these white leftists just quit their jobs? In education, in corporate America, they should all quit their jobs. They should all suspend their campaigns. If they think there are too many other white, well, see, that's the word, other white people. Terry McAuliffe is the good one. He's the good one. He's going to come in, he's going to open his arms, and he's going to diversify the schools to make everybody comfortable. Have you noticed how quickly the press has moved on from the fact that Ralph Northam not only believes in post birth abortion, if you could call it that, it's just murder, but how quickly the whole clanhood blackface thing just went away? I mean, I'm old enough to remember when somebody said the word macaca. Remember macaca? That didn't go away for forever. Macaca. You literally have a governor who's like, well, I don't know which one's me. Well, let's see which one's worse. Is it the blackface or the clanhood? hood? And the Democrats in the media let Northam give us lectures about race and tolerance. He just said, I'm sorry, and they moved on. Wine 695 patriot 957 2874 Now let's listen to Glenn Youngkin. Here he is on with Hannity last night. Play cut two. I'm not going to be lectured by a guy on race who embraces someone who wore blackface and then asks them to leave and then gets him back and has somebody on his ticket who wore blackface. This isn't about race. This is actually about parents coming together across Virginia and standing up for their children for a quality education, and they have not felt that school boards or government has listened to them and I'm going to stand up for parents, I'm going to stand up for kids, I'm going to stand up for teachers, and we are going to do what Virginia schools should do, which is educate our children to have a great life. That's a pretty solid closing message. This is about parents. This is about taxpayers. This is about best outcomes, not bullcrap woke statements and ignoring that you're, I guess, tolerance policy led to the rape of not one, but two girls. What happened to believe all survivors? What happened to believe all victims? What happened to that? The press has been going out of its way. Now, the reason why I'm focusing on, on the associated press here is because, and I've said this, if you don't know the associated press publishes something called the style book. And that is essentially the unwritten rules and guidelines for the use of language in news articles, headline, Associated Press, byline, Nicholas Riccardi, governors and more, what to watch in Tuesday's elections. And you get all the way down here. And that word, again, is murky. It is murky. First, they describe how McAuliffe tried to tried to turn uh, uh, Youngkin into a, to vilify him by attaching him to Donald Trump. Boy, who wouldn't miss a few bean tweets right now. But then they write, it's those education attacks that offer the most encouraging path for Republicans. Seizing on widespread discontent with schools during the pandemic and heated debates about race. Youngkin has criticized schools over hot-button conservative issues like critical race theory. He even waded into a murky sex assault allegation and resurrected a debate about banning books. So it's murky. We went from Me Too, Time's Up, Believe All Women, Believe All Survivors to murky. Did they ever use the word murky when covering Brett Kavanaugh? Again, the answer is no. The answer is no. Now it's murky. So if a teenage girl is raped in a bathroom by a boy, by a boy who puts on a dress and is given the authority or the ability, excuse me, the ability to enter the girl's bathroom. And in the second case was an empty classroom, not even a bathroom. Instead of prosecuting the case, the father of one of the girls gets arrested for speaking out at a school board meeting. Don't believe me? Headline, you know what? It's the Daily Mail again. Woke Loudoun County prosecutors blasted for helping jail dad, whose daughter was raped by boy in skirt and girl's bathroom, and defense decision to send attacker to another school where he struck again. A Virginia prosecutor who ran on ending mass incarceration in jails pushed to have a father who was dragged out of a Loudoun County school board meeting jailed on misdemeanor charges despite him claiming his daughter had been raped. This is the Soros-backed the Soros-backed prosecutor. So if your daughter's raped in a bathroom by a boy, by a boy who's wearing a dress, and you got something to say about it, not only will you be dragged out and arrested, Merrick Garland might send the FBI to your house. Weintix, 695 patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Now, here's one distinguishing quality from difference between New Jersey and Virginia. The Virginia suburbs are filled with people who work for the federal government. Bureaucrats, big government Democrats, all moving into counties like Loudoun County. But just because they'll vote for Democrats at the federal level, You know, the big spending, the bureaucratic expansions and all that stuff doesn't mean they doesn't mean they want to crap all over their backyards. Right. So it's one thing for them to vote for federal Democrats. It's another thing for them to vote for state and local Democrats. So what they'll do for themselves when it comes to their vote for federal politicians and federal office, the expense, you know, Democrats love to expand the federal government and the federal bureaucracies. Bureaucrats love this. But when it comes to how they vote locally, that's a totally different story. So you might have people that they'll say, "Well, Joe Biden won this county or that county by overwhelming majorities." And that doesn't mean when it comes to how they run the local school system or at least the governor's race, that they want that big bloated federal wokeness coming to their backyards. at six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We're also going to get into. Minneapolis, they are going to decide whether to disband their police department. And my question for Democrats is, if the people of Minneapolis, a jurisdiction with a city charter inside a state, are able to vote to eliminate the police department, does that mean other jurisdictions have an equal opportunity and right to eliminate their public school systems? or their government school systems, and move to a fee-based private model. Now, some might say, well, they're, they're not getting rid of the police. They're going to create a Department of Public Safety. Well, they're going to shutter the police department and recreate it in another image. I guess that's okay if you want to do that to education as well. You can join me live on the Will Call Majority Monday to Friday noon to 3 East 9 to noon West on Sirius XM Patriot channel 125.